Carol Joy Side, and welcome to the Homeschool Made Simple podcast. You're listening to episode 18. This is a podcast to help you homeschool simply, inexpensively, and enjoyably. Today is part two with my beloved friend and my heroine, Betsy Hake, who is a missionary in Honduras and a little sorority girl from Wisconsin who the Lord just kind of airlifted into a very different life there in Honduras. She's been describing to us, uh, by the way, this con- this um, program is going to contain a great deal of adult content, and you'll see why in a moment. So please get your children busy somewhere else so that we can speak a little bit freely. We're not going to go into gory details here, but we don't, we don't want your children to be exposed to some things we're going to be sharing. Um, Let's see, what was I saying before I said that? So Batsy was just telling us how um, the Lord brought her as a nurse, a school teacher, and then finally she began ministering on the streets of Tegucigalpa um, with uh, prostitutes and transvestites. And how the Lord led her to start kind of a cottage industry for these women so they had an alternative form of employment and income, and then how actually she, with the help of many loving Americans, built a beautiful home out in the country for these women and their children. The women were not able to maintain the lifestyle change, but several children were left in Betsy's care, and other prostitutes' children began to gravitate toward Betsy, other street children, Um, other children that had been sexually abused themselves and sold on the streets many times by their own families. And then while Betsy was in the midst of frontline ministry in every way, she was struck with two forms of fatal cancer. One of her uh, friends from college insisted on her going to New York City to be cared for at the finest hospitals in the world. And basically the doctor said, do you have children? She said, yes, I have a lot of them. And he said, well, you need to go home and get your affairs in order. And she was told basically she had maybe a day to live. But she and her best friend were there in Honduras and the entire nation was praying and fasting. And the Lord completely healed Betsy. And I can say, because I have climbed a mountain in her shadow, that she is in phenomenal health and she's not just, you know, kind of in her wheelchair saying, Oh, you know, I survived, but that she has the energy of 18 people and um, is so beautiful and glorifies God uh, physically as well as um, with her life. And so she was healed. And that brings us to, so you came back to Honduras, Betsy, anyone else would have gone to the Caribbean and, you know, taking a long vacation, but you came back to your children. And at this point, how many children did you have? Oh, um, well, uh, at that point, I think I had um, seven children yeah. before, um, before the illness hit. Yes. And, um, so one of the things that God really began to speak to us while I was uh, going through what I call it, I call it a healing adventure because it's like you said, um, I, I feel like I didn't just survive. I feel like God just made us overcomers, oh, you know, totally. totally overcame 
um, what the enemy, you know, wanted to use for evil, the Lord has just used it for good. And um, one of the best things that the Lord did through that time was just to teach us even more how to rely upon the word of God, mm-hmm. that um, to allow the word of God to take on life in us. And I um, honestly didn't really understand that totally before I went through that healing adventure. And once God just showed us that we had to believe what he was saying over what the doctor was saying, because like you said, he allowed us to, um, to go to the best that man could offer. Um, And then he himself um, just healed me through the power of his word. And um, so it, he taught us, and it was so important because um, the children that he began to bring us once um, the healing uh, you know, adventure was uh, <laughs> over, yeah. um, he began to just fill up the, the via with children who um, really needed to, to also be able to believe the word over what they had experienced. And um, so God just showed us over and over again how we needed to help them believe the truth of who they are in Jesus, Um, the the truth that they can forgive their perpetrators, that they can be set free um, from these atrocious things that have happened in their lives. So I really saw that whole um, healing adventure as just part of what God was training us to be able to just clamp onto his word in a whole new way and to teach the children to listen um, to the voice of God as well, because we really had to, to be sure that we heard the voice of God in that situation um, to be able to trust what he had said over what everything we saw and over every circumstance that, that, you know, what our eyes told us was death and what his word told us was, life right and so (laughs) just testify that in being in the via and then so you have a home in the city with some of the older children going to college now and you've got how many children totally that you're embracing well um the lord never ever shut down the the school um we have um in the via we have 43 children in the country in the yeah. country. Where and that's how many acres, Betsy? That's 130 acres. Oh, what a miracle. What a miracle. Yeah. So you got yeah. 40 some children out in the country and yes. they're in school out there and living life and, and yes. different teams from different churches have come and built outdoor kitchens and basketball things and things for the children. So it's, it's an ongoing process of improvement right. and development, right? Yeah. It's exciting. And you're growing yeah. food and you have people yes. out there helping about that. Yeah. It's exciting because the children are part of it too. Like they, um, they pray. Um, there was a time where they prayed and they walked up and down the mile hike from the, the road to the, and they, the girls would pray for a playground. And um, there was one, um, there was such an answer to prayer. We have so many ways that God just has answered prayer. Um, and we've learned that sometimes it's not automatic. Sometimes we have to hang in there through the prayer. Um, but it was really sweet because they um, prayed for a year walking up and down that road. And God touched two men in Canada. And that's what they do. The, a part of their ministry is to set up um, playgrounds uh-huh. in different um, orphanages around the world. So, um, so we and got to see that. Come from Korea. Canada, Hilton Head, all over. 
um, yes. comments said, we feel led to do this, or we feel led to buy you that, and then put it together yes. and build it and create it. But it's just such a life of faith. And there've been storms that have de caused destruction. And it's like two steps forward, one step back. I mean, it's yes. never easy, is it? Well, yes. And that's, you know, that's why we just over and over again have learned that we just have to listen to the Lord. We have to be led by him. Um, and I'll, I'll tell you an example. Um, recently, uh, a couple of years ago, like three years ago, we were having trouble financially with our school in town. And we have about 80 children in our school in town that don't live with us, but they come during the day. And um, we began to really pray because uh, the government came and told us that we owed $20,000, um, which we didn't really realize that we owed them that. They said that we owed it for, um, you know, back pay for some of our teachers. So um, we just cried out to the Lord. We were like, you know, we were having trouble just paying staff, let alone 20,000 extra dollars. And so we began to ask the Lord, do you want us to, to close down the school? Is that is that what it's, is on your heart? Um, so that we can use our resources in a different way. Um, and as we prayed and fasted, um, the Lord has used fasting a lot in our lives. And um, we fasted for a week together. And the Lord gave the same verse to several of us. And the verse was Isaiah 54, 1 through 3, which says, um, move out your tent pegs, um, get ready for increase, you know, not anything about shutting down. And it didn't make sense on a logical level. Um, but we knew that it was the Lord speaking to us. And at the same time, the Lord had really put a, a burden on my heart for children in the dump. Um, and so we had already been making trips up there. And I began to say to the Lord, you know, is there something we can do besides just take food, you know? And, and I mean, that's good. And we want to minister to the people, people who are coming to the Lord, but we wanted to do something that would make um, a longer term impact. And so I um, felt like the Lord said, invite him to your school. You know, that's part of the increase, you know, you okay. have to wait, 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 just explain when you said to the dump, to an mm -hmm. American, what, what do you mean to the dump? Mm -hmm. People were living in the dump? Well, actually, yes. When we first started going there, now it's against the law to, to live in the actual dump, but the, wow. people had, you know, the poverty is just so, um, so deep um, and so severe that people were just putting up, you know, four sticks and a tarp yeah. and, you know, living right there so that they could access, um, you know, the recycling the materials, the right. Yeah. Oh, All the refuse. Yeah. 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 It's when you go up there, Carol, um, my first experience there, um, it, it's, it was just like a whole nother world. You just felt like you stepped into, you know, a whole nother world. Everyone was covered with dust. Um, they, all the people were covered, you know, from head to toe with clothes to keep the dust out of there, um, off of them. Um, you know, the, the smell was just overwhelming all the garbage and the dogs and the, you know, the vultures fighting for the food. Um, but it was probably the closest I've ever felt to the Lord as we worshiped with people in the dump. Um, and just seeing them worship Jesus and lift the, up their hands and say, you know, Jesus, you are enough for me um, and see them trusting God. I mean, it was amazing experience um, 
just to experience his presence so strongly. And it was like, I felt like the Lord was saying, you know, I like this. I like, <laughs> yeah, I like that you are worshiping me um, and trusting me um, to make a difference here. And so that's really um, what, when we began to pray and say, Lord, you know, what can we do? We, we know that this is a huge problem, but what is our part that we could do to make a difference um, for the people who live here in the dump? Amen. Are you or someone you know considering homeschooling, but unsure where to begin? On July 18th, I will be teaching a live webinar that will introduce you to my simple approach to homeschooling. For over 30 years, I've taught families how to raise smart and godly children with only a Bible, a library card, and a math curriculum. Does it sound too good to be true or too simple to actually work? Come learn how to homeschool children from preschool through high school without wasting years, money, and tears in frustration. If you wonder how to get started, this webinar is for you. Register at caroljoyside.com forward slash upcoming hyphen seminars. caroljoyside.com forward slash upcoming hyphen seminars to receive everything you need to make homeschooling simple and safe. Now back to the show. Amen. One stride. If there's oh, time. Yeah, as we close, tell us that story. I wanted you to, please. Okay, okay. Yeah, I felt like the Lord put this on my heart. Um, as we began to take the children in, of course, they had a whole lot of uh, problems that the other children that we were um, ministering to did not, as in things like head lice, um, you know, just basic hygiene. And one of our teachers um, every day would wash out one of the girls' um, heads because she had such bad head lice that she had really bad scabs and bleeding that was going on and so her teacher would wash her hair every single day but of course you know you really have to to hit the root problem of that which is hygiene you know hygiene so um she she wanted to go visit the family and so we began to make um visits with the teachers and the director of our school um just praise God for her because she just has embraced this vision. You know, um, her first her first time in the, in the dump, she said, um, Betsy, I didn't, I didn't even think I could get out of the car. You know, she said this the smell was so strong, but God has just done a work in her. And so um, she uh, began to make visits with the teachers. And as we would go up there, we began to be able to minister to the families. And there was one family in particular, and the wife, her name is Lisbeth. And um, Lisbeth um, had been really, I mean, she grew up in the dump. And, um, and so Pamela, the director of our school, um, said to her, well, what would you want to do if you, if you weren't working in the dump? You know, um, and she said, you know, I, I just don't think there's anything else for me. And it just reminded me of, of many times our visits on the streets. A lot of the women, that was the lie that the enemy would say as well. That's right. You know, this is your lot in life. There is nothing else outside. No way out. No way, no way out. That's the devil's just, favorite lie. Yes, yes. And so Pamela just pushed her and said, well, just like try to dream. Dream of if, if there was just something. And she said, well, actually, I always thought I would love to go to college and study to be a, a teacher. And so Pamela said to her, well, let's pray for that right now. 
and ask the Lord um, to open doors for you. And um, Lisbeth told me later that after we prayed for her, she felt like God, it was like chains falling off of her. She oh. said, Betsy, God opened my eyes and he, he allowed me to see that I, I could do something besides, you know, just um, live off recycled yeah. materials, right? Yeah. And so it was amazing. It's like God opened her eyes and gave her that vision. And about a month later, um, Pamela, after praying, really felt like we needed to hire her as uh, a helper in our, um, in our preschool. And yeah. right now she's been doing an awesome job. It's just awesome. And um, so Pamela has also been um, uh, schooling her, doing, um, teaching her um, so that she can get her GED. She's doing um, high school work with her after classes. Oh. And so <laughs> it's been so exciting to see that. And she's like, uh, just glows when she'll tell you about, you know, how God has given her a dream and he is realizing it, you know, through the body of Christ. And, um, yeah. Yeah. Well, what is, give us one prayer request. There's a lot of people listening to our voice. What mm. would you say is your biggest need? Mm. Well, um, how, you know, I always want to say prayer because, um, we just totally believe that we believe that, um, prayer moves the mountains and um so definitely praying for god to to keep moving us in the direction he wants us to move and to keep expanding um in the ways that he wants us to expand that would be my first to just say that um you know that we would hear his voice clearly and be led by him um of course there there are uh physical needs as well you know um monthly uh we, we've been praying asking the lord to um to provide for us monthly um because a lot of times people want to give and they want to give like at christmas time or you know um but the monthly needs are there yes. and um and Betsy, so, give me a number what is your monthly bill <laughs> every <laughs> month to feed this many children this many staff paying them so they have a living somewhat living wage i know they all work as missionaries um but what do you need a month just to give us so we can wrap our arms around this in america what 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 do you need yeah. a month? well um in in a world you know that's uh real <laughs> we need twenty five thousand dollars a month a month mm -hmm. that is enough to make my knees knock together but you know what you are a modern georgette mueller <laughs> and, <laughs> and in the years that we have been such close friends, I have watched the gift of faith operate in your life and in your best friend Elvia's life. Mm -hmm. And I have seen, and I'm just like, no, Betsy, this is ridiculous. No, Betsy, no, come on, get, come on. What do you, what are you thinking over there? You're crazy. And then I watch and I watch what God does for the ministry. Yes. And and how selfless your staff is, you leading the charge and modeling that. Um, it's just, it is such a joy to watch what God has done, but those bills come in every month. And so I'm just praying that there will be maybe hundreds, even a thousand people right now listening that say, I am looking for a ministry that I want to get behind. That is a lean, mean gospel machine that is reaching out to the least and the lost and the lowly. And I don't know, I'm very particular where I give my money and I support 
Jericho, of course, but I think that we need as, as Christians to do our homework and give to the most, um, just on fire for God ministries that we can find that live on a dime. And as, um, our pastor in California used to teach us to pinch every dime till it becomes a dollar, like <laughs> a, a ministry that lives simply and sacrificially and they're not driving around in you know limousines and flying in private jets you know be done with that nonsense and mm -hmm. and really if jesus were on the earth today you know what would be a ministry that he would really bless and say well done good and faithful servant and i believe that's what he's saying to you betsy and it is just such an honor to walk with you. We pray together for our lives. And I just, when I'm in a real pinch, I'm like, call Betsy. She's the only one that will have enough faith for this one. And you just, you just got it. And, and I think what I saw being with the children and then some of the children have come to America and stayed at my house. And that's been such a thrill. Some of the older teenagers. Um, and it's just such a thrill because there's such joy you have, you know, it's not like, poor me, I was, you know, abused, I'm a prostitute's child, I was sold into, you know, human slavery. There's none of that. There's just an abundance of joy and laughter and love and the intensity of the discipleship that goes on in your ministry. This isn't just a bowl of rice ministry, like there are a lot of those. But when I see I'll be awaking the children up at I don't even want to think what time while I'm sound asleep and they're downstairs singing their hearts out to the Lord and being discipled in the word. And I'm thinking, OK, this is the real deal. If you had five dollars to give to a missionary, this is where to send it. And I just can't recommend your ministry enough. It has impacted my life. It makes me want to repent in sackcloth and ashes by just by being with you and your team and your staff and the children, um, you are doing kingdom work in Honduras, one of the darkest and most dangerous countries in the world. And um, you would never know it. You never say it. But I've been there and I know that it's true. And you've been robbed and held up and broken in on. And, you know, we won't go into it. But it's, it's, it's not a day at the beach working in Honduras. But um, the Lord has made you an overcomer. And I'm so proud of you. So let's close out. I want to mention Betsy's uh, website to you so that you can do more research, do your due diligence and see if this is a ministry you'd like to pray for, fast for, give to, um, and possibly bring a team over there. They always need help. You can imagine with this many people and this much property, how much they need financially and just hands-on, you know, just being an encouragement and a shot in the arm. So their ministry is My Jericho, J-E-R-I-C-H-O.org, MyJericho.org. And Betsy's official name is Elizabeth Hake, H-A-K-E. And it's Jericho Ministries in Tuguchigaipa. I can't say it well, but. <laughs> yeah. If you want to go there, there's an airport right there. You can fly directly from Florida and from Texas, direct flights. You know, the neat thing about coming to Honduras is it's so easy to get to. After going to Africa, I'm like, what? This is closer than flying to California. Like, it's what, I don't know, three hours, two hours. I don't know what it was from 
yeah, so it's so affordable, it's so easy to get to, and it's just a beautiful place to serve the Lord and to invest. And the Lord is so proud of you, and I'm so honored to be your friend. Mm. So, well, thank you, Kelly. I feel honored to be your friend. This is just such a blessing. Thank you so much. The Lord gave us to each other, and it's been a You've enriched me so much and influenced me. So thank you all for joining me this week on the Homeschool Made Simple podcast. If you liked what you heard in this episode, I'd appreciate a rating and a review on iTunes. Or if you'd simply tell a friend about the show, that would help too. Visit my website, caroljoyside.com, to subscribe to the monthly newsletter, which is free, and receive the exclusive discounts that we offer on my online store, where seminars and interviews are available. Be sure to tune in next week for my next episode, where I help you homeschool simply, inexpensively, and enjoyably. Blessings!